0: another edition of Statelines, where you get the best gambling information out there, along with my co-host, Kevin Berger. My name is Jason Gotch. We hope everybody had a very happy, healthy, and safe Fourth of July holiday. Great to be with you again on the program. Can't believe, Kev, that we are only a few days away now from the start of NFL training camp, so we'll have some football gambling news and odds for you, but we're going to start it off With Major League Baseball, because the All-Star break is ending. The second half of the season is starting. That's good for the White Sox. They have the best record in the American League at the break. Unfortunately, the Cubs and Cardinals faded in June and into July. But they've got the latest odds right now on total wins and odds to make the playoffs posted on various gambling sites out there. And let's stick with the local teams here to start this off, Kev. So the White Sox at the All-Star break. Again, with the best record in the American League, a record of 54 and 35 through their first 89 games. The odds makers right now look at the White Sox, and they have the odds listed of the White Sox win total 93.5. Will the White Sox, I ask you, win more or less than 93.5 games when 162 are played?
1: Oh, boy. Um, 93.5. Uh, honestly, Jason, uh, the the White Sox fan in me would love to say that. Oh yeah, they're going to get way more. But, uh, oh man, you know what? I will say they'll get slightly more. I'll say they get like ninety five, maybe ninety six wins. So I will take the over, but only just over.
0: All right, Kev, we got you locked in on the over. One thing you got to remember with these baseball—that's when you're betting on good teams with the win total readjusted—is that what division do they play? In? And the White Sox playing a division with the Indians, who fainted right before the All Star break, but they're going to be okay. I don't know if they're going to have a fight or sale, but you've got the Tigers in there, you've got the Royals in there, and you think about the Minnesota Twins, who have been a big disappointment this year. Those teams likely are not going to have much to play for in August and September. How motivated are they going to be when they play the White Sox? remember, you play an unbalanced schedule in baseball. Your division more. Plus, those teams, you know, you look at each of those rosters, you will know, find a player or two that might be desirable for another team before the July 31st training deadline. And you say, okay, subtract that player or two from each squad, those teams become even weaker. So, yeah, I think the White Sox are going over 93.5. One thing about Tony LaRue is he has his guys ready to play every game and certainly against the bad teams, too. Some teams don't play well against the bad teams. The White Sox do. So I think they're going to take care of business and go, Over 93.5 wins for the season total. Now it gets a little trickier with our other local teams, the Cardinals and the Cubs, because both those teams, again, I said in the intro, uh, they faded fast in June and July, and now they are long shots to make the playoffs. Let's start out with the Redbirds, the St. Louis Cardinals here. They're over under right now, 80.5, certainly a big disappointment, the Cardinals in the first half. You think of Nolan Arenado being acquired in the offseason to off season from the Rockies, that was the type of move that you put, put you over the top and hopefully makes you a World Series contender. But right now the Cardinals are looking like a long shot to make the playoffs. Do they get to 81 wins, or do you think they go under that 80 80.5 total? Jason, you
1: know that uh, the last couple um, times that we've been together and we've recorded and, you know, done state lines, I, I've i been firm on the Cardinals and you know what? I I might regret this, but I am going to go take the over. I do not see them playing this poorly the entire second half of the season. I just don't think with all those veterans on that team that they're going to allow this team to be that that subpar for the second half of the season. So I will take the over. I'll If I'm going to put an exact number on it, I'll say maybe 84-85 wins. All right, you got you out for the over in the
0: Cardinals, 80 You know what? I'm going over here, too. I think the Cardinals, again, in that division, the Cubs are likely going to have a fire sale. Uh, the Reds are better than I thought they would be. There's no doubt about that, but I'm not sold that they're a great team. The Brewers are the best team in that division. The Pirates are terrible. I think the Cardinals make a little run. I don't know if they make the playoffs, but I think they at least get to 500 for the season. So give me the over on uh, the Cardinals. Cubs over under 79-and-a-half victories. Uh, what do you think here, Captain? The Cubs truck it up to 80 wins this year. Will the fire sale happen and the Cubs
1: will be playing for next year and beyond? Oh, no, Jason. This is the one I think I am going to take the under on. Um, to answer that question that you had on the fire sale, I mean, the fire sale, it has to happen at this point for the Chicago Cubs. That They don't have anything else to play for at this point. And they need to blow up this team and start over because they've kept the same roster for the last, but essentially the same roster for since the World Series year. And the, the, it's just not getting it done anymore. So I think Chris Bryant's going to have to go. Baez is going to go. Um, I would not be surprised if Anthony Rizzo gets moved as well. So I will definitely take the under on this one. All right, Kevin is going with the under. Uh, this one's a hard one for me too. I, it almost seems like they're teasing us to bet the under here. So I'm actually going to go with the over and say the Cubs get to 80
0: victories. I'm not super confident that one, in fact, of all three plays we mentioned so far, this is the one I'm the least confident in. But I think there's enough there where they can get to 80 wins, even with some of these guys that they're going to trade. And I'm not sure how many are going to go. We'll have to wait and see over the next couple of weeks. So I'll go over here with the Cubs. Again, I don't think they're a playoff contender, but I do think that the Cubs can get to 80 wins. And again, right now, that bet that, that I just told you to make, it's not really looking like it's going to go in my favor. The Cubs lived into the break, haven't lost eight of their last 10 games. Uh, so we'll see, but I just have a feeling that they're going to get to 80 wins. So we will have to see how that one shakes out. Now, we kind of touched on this a little bit. I think we gave our thoughts of how, uh, about making the playoffs for the local teams, because there are some futures bets on the odds just to make the playoffs. Uh, clearly, the Cubs, Kev, does not think are getting there. I don't think so either. Kev, I don't want to speak for you, but it doesn't sound like you think the Cardinals are getting the playoffs
1: as well. No. No, Jason, you're you're absolutely right. Um, I, I don't foresee either the Cubs or the Cardinals being able to make a push. Even for the wild card, I, I think they're too far back. They've been too inconsistent this entire season. And most importantly, Jason, especially in the National League, there's teams that are better, especially out in that NL West. I, I'm pretty sure in no particular order, the Dodgers, the Giants and the Padres, All I'm pretty sure we're going to have three teams from the NL West be in the playoffs. So I'm, I'm considering that those, two of those teams are going to be the wild cards. One division winner, so yeah, whoever's not at the top of the division, the NL Central is not going to be in the playoffs, so I will agree, and I will say no. Yeah, i would. looking
0: down that the odds right now for those teams, the Cubs right now, the odds to make the playoffs, they're plus 900, no, on minus 1,600, then you look at the Cardinals, the Cardinals are plus 900, uh, negative 1,800, no, so the odds saying that our two local teams in the National League are not going to make the playoffs, and I think When Kevin and I picked over uh, 93 and a half wins for the White Sox, that clearly says we think they're going to make the playoffs. and They're right now eight games ahead of the Indians at the All-Star break with the best record, the White Sox in the American League. The Sox are minus 3,300 to make the playoffs and no plus 1,300. So really, unless you think the White Sox are going to stumble, and I don't know how you do in that division, uh, the only play there would be no if you think they're going to stumble. You're not going to put $3,300, at least not a smart gambler is, to win an additional 100 on the Chai Sox. To make the postseason, but let's look at some of the other odds because there are some interesting ones up there. Let's start off with some teams from the NL East. The odds to make the playoffs: uh, the Mets at the break are three and a half games up on the Phillies, four up on the Braves, six up on the Nationals, and nine up on the Marlins. And the Mets lead that division by three and a half games with a 47 and 40 record. The Phillies are 44 and 44, Kevin, and that's good enough for second place and three and a half back. But I'm going to throw some odds out here. Uh, for some teams in the NL East to make the postseason. And let's go ahead and start it off when we look at the National League East. The Atlanta Braves, again, not a good first half, a lot of injuries. Right now, they're minus 475. No, not to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 350. Again, I agree with you, Kevin. I think only one team comes out of the NL East this year, in the postseason. So, I think it's good odds here for the Braves to catch the Mets, or are you looking at the
1: no on that side? Well, Jason, I mean, yeah, it's great odds. I mean, I'm looking at the um, odds on DraftKings as well for uh, the. I mean, they're plus six fifty to win the N.L. East right now. I mean, that's that's great odds right now. But the fact of the matter is, as we've said it the last couple of weeks. I do not trust the Braves because they cannot stay healthy. They haven't been healthy this entire season. Marcelo Zuna is still out as far as I'm aware. He's still out because he's dealing with uh, issues um, off the field. So he's not in the lineup. Ronald Acuna has pretty much been trying to carry this team by himself. Freddie Freeman has been, for lack of a better word, he's been kind of disappointing this year. He hasn't been nearly as good as he has been the last couple of years. So um, I I would turn around and say no to the Braves. Um, honestly, I think the Phillies are in a pretty good spot right now. With them being at 500, they're only three and a half games back. And like we've said, there's a lot of baseball left to be played. And I don't think the Mets are going to be able to keep this up the rest of the season. So I might be tempted to take the plus 600 on the Philadelphia Phillies to come out of the NL East this year. All right, Kevin, think Philadelphia Phillies to make the playoffs. The Braves. I'm going to take a shot on the
0: Braves here. 50 bucks to win an additional 175. Atlanta's got a lot of experience yeah health is a big issue in the pitching but I'm just not impressed with the rest of that division and so I'll take a chance it's a longer shot plus again plus 350 on the Braves. yes and then you go ahead and you look at the Mets they are right now minus 330 to make the playoffs no plus 265 so I'm gonna stay away from that one and the Phillies just to make the postseason plus 375 no minus 500 so if you think like Kevin does the Phillies got a pretty good chance here to to win that division, plus 375 is something you might want to look at, but it's kept a little longer shot, maybe to make the playoffs with those odds as far as winning the division. So you might want to look at the divisional odds instead of making the playoffs odds. Let's go ahead and look at the NL Central. There's one team I want to point out because the Cincinnati Reds have been a surprise this season. The Reds, right now, to make the playoffs are minus 320 on the no, but plus 255 on the Reds. And Cincinnati had a nice all star contingent uh this year they are 8-2 in their last 10 games they're four games behind the brewers six over 500 so you look at these nl central standings right now realistically with our doubt about the cubs and the cardinals going forward the reds are the one team here that's got a shot in the crew uh what do you think do you like the odds of the reds to make the playoffs kevin plus 255 Are you thinking no minus 320? Or maybe you're looking at the divisional bet to win the division if you think
1: they're going to make the playoffs, a little longer odds, maybe to win the division. Well, um, Jason, you know what? I'll answer your question in reverse order. Um, In terms of the odds for the Reds to outright win the division, they're at plus 450. Um, Those are very nice odds, but I would have to lean against no for that because I just don't think they're going to have enough gas left in the tank to catch the Brewers. The Brewers have played phenomenal all year up to this point. I mean, I know they stumbled a little bit more towards the all-star break. I mean, the last 10 games, they were four and six in the last 10, obviously the Reds were eight and two, like you said, but I I don't think that they're going to have enough gas left in the tank coming down the stretch to compete against the Brewers for the rest of the season. Um, I will go ahead and go on the side of no, as much as I do think those are very good odds for them to make the playoffs in terms of a, from a gambler's perspective, I just do not think the Reds are going to win this division and as I said earlier, if you're not winning the division in either the NL East or the NL Central, I don't see you getting in, getting into the playoffs because of the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres. They're all closely bunched up, and those three teams are easily better than pretty much everybody else in the rest of the National League. So I will go ahead and say no on all fronts for the Cincinnati Reds. I'm going to echo
0: that tab. Well said. I agree with you. I think the Reds have been a little bit of a rush here in the first half. Uh, they surprised me. I don't want to doubt them too much, but when I look ahead, I, I think the Brewers are the team to beat that division. And As we talked about a little earlier in the program, when you look at the National League West, you're going to have three teams almost certainly come out of there, the two wild cards and the division winners. So, do I think the Reds are going to catch the Brewers? No, so I will take no if they do not make the playoffs. Let's move ahead to the American League now. Now, this one's one of the more interesting ones, and maybe this has to do with the fact the Yankees, you know, they're they're the face, I guess, of Major League Baseball when you think about it historically, the most championships. they got a lot of fans, a lot of betters out there. The Yankees are 46-43. and They are eight games back of the Red Sox in the American League East. The Rays are in second place out there in the AL East with a game and a half behind the Bo Sox. And the Yankees are tied with the Blue Jays eight games back of the front running Red Sox. Did you look at the odds to make the playoffs? The Yankees plus one thirty on the yes. No, minus one sixty five. So there's thoughts that the Bronx Bombers, at least from the gamblers perspective, can make a run at a postseason spot. I ask you Kev.
1: Is that realistic? Oh that's that's a tough one Jason. That's that's a really tough one. Um I mean, is it a possibility? Yes. Um, Especially again, they're the Yankees. They've been there how many times, but I I just don't see them being able to leapfrog over the blue Jays, the Rays and the Red Sox. Um, I mean, I guess in terms of getting into the playoffs, you know what? I will go ahead and I will say yes, um, that the Yankees can make the playoffs. Um, Reason being is I don't know how, much confidence I have in the Blue Jays pitching staff. Their hitting is great, but I don't know how much confidence I have in their pitching staff. The Rays would give me pause, Jason. But I mean, especially with Glasnow done, I'm pretty sure he's done for the rest of the season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Glassnow, the pitcher for the Rays, he's done for the rest of the season, as far as I'm aware of. And in terms of people being able to get to the wild card, I don't think you're going to be getting a wild card out of the AL Central. Um, I think you'll get one wild card from the AL West with I with probably I mean we're, I'm going to assume it's going to be the a, the Oakland A's at this point. So you know what? I will go ahead and I will say yes for the Yankees to make the playoffs. In terms of the odds for them to win the division outright at plus 700, um, those those odds are pretty good from a gambler's perspective. But I do not see them being able to catch the Red Sox. So I will say yes to the playoffs, no to winning the division outright.
0: Quick note on Tyler Glass now, too. He is trying to rehab to get back this season, but I think that's somewhat of a long shot. He does face the possibility of Tommy John surgery as well. So, Kev, I think you're on the right track that the Rays really can't count on him going forward this year, and then get out of him would be a bonus. However, I'm going to disagree, and I'm going to say no for the Yankees to make the playoffs. I think they've just had too many issues this year, and I think the Rays are going to find a way to get in, as will the Red Sox. So, uh, I do think that the Yankees, I'm going to go with a no here at minus 165. Now, here's another one. Uh, the Indians, again, this is a team that was pretty good most of the first half of the season. Uh, but they had a rough go, losing 7 of 10 in the All-Star break. They're now only three games over 500, eight back of the White Sox in the AL Central. But this bet would not be about catching the White Sox. It would be about getting one of those wild card spots in the American League. If you go ahead and you look at the Cleveland Indians right now, they are plus six fifty yes to make the playoffs, no minus eleven hundred. So the
1: odds makers think Terry Francona's bunch is going to fade. What do you think? And you know what, Jason, uh, the, the odds makers are—they make a hell of a lot more than me for this exact reason. Um, I though I—that is why I will agree with them. I don't—I do not see the Indians being able to rally. Um, especially at this point. I mean, they've been devastated by injuries. I mean, it feels like a lot of teams this year in baseball have had a lot of big injuries this year. I mean, Cleveland, most of all, with the exception of possibly the White Sox, I can't think of a team that's had more injuries this year other than those two. Um, but yeah, the Indians—they're—they're they're not gonna—they're not gonna make the playoffs because, like I just said. I think you can count on one of the wild card teams almost for sure being the Astros or more likely the Oakland Athletics from the AL West. I think the other one's going to come out of the AL East. So the only way that the Indians are going to be able to sniff the playoffs is they're going to have to catch the White Sox, and I I don't see that happening. I mean, I would hate to be the the K O D for the White Sox, which is why I'm tapping on wood, knocking on wood as quietly as I can. But, uh, no, I, I would agree. I don't think Terry Francon is going to be able to get these guys uh, rallied en- enough, quick enough to get into the playoffs this year. Yeah,
0: I don't think the Indians are getting it. The only question for me is when I wanna put 1,100, blocks um, up additional uh, 100, probably. Probably not. As far as, yeah, the Indians, I, I, I don't see it. I think that they're fading fast. Now, one more before we get to the football stuff next segment. Let's, uh, this might be the most interesting team we're going to talk about here as far as playoff odds go. The Oakland A's are minus 125 to get in. They're plus 105 no to miss the playoffs. The A's right now are 12 over 500. They're in second place in the AL West, three and a half games back of the front-running Astros. But again, if you believe the Astros are going to win that division, and I do, it really comes down to a race between the A's, the Mariners, the Indians, the Rays, the Blue Jays, and Yankees, those six teams when you look at it for two playoff spots. So do you think the A's can grab, you are only going to win the division, Kevin, maybe you do, but even if they don't, do you think they can at least grab a
1: playoff spot? The odds are pretty close both ways on the Oakland A's. I would say yes, Jason. I think they're going to be able to nab one of those two wild card spots. Um, they, they've played some very solid baseball all season long. They've had some really good pitching this year. And like you said, they're only three and a half games back. They are 12 over 500, which I mean, they're sitting in a pretty good spot right now with being uh, 12 over 500. I know in the all-star going into the all-star break, they were four and six in their last 10. So they had a little bit of a hiccup, but I mean, in terms of the a- the American league, I don't see the Mariners really being that much of a challenge because the Mariners, it seems like the last several years, they've always had really good starts to the year. And then they, and then they just fade uh, the angels and the Rangers. They're, they're nothing. I don't see the angels being able to do anything. Um, and then, yeah, then it's going to come down to what teams are going to come out of the AL East at this point. But I think those teams, that's the one advantage that the A's have, Jason, is the American League East. They all have to play each other and they're all going to knock each other out. So I would say that I think the Angels, or not Angels, the Oakland Athletics are going to be able to nab one of those, um, one of the one of the wild card spots I do know they have re- they have decent odds at plus 400 to win that division outright but I don't see them being able to topple the Astros and for the division lead so yeah we'll take the wild card on them
0: yeah, I like the A's to get in, too. I do think they're balanced enough. And I, I look at the other competition and I say, I think Oakland's one of the two best teams of the teams that I've mentioned that are going to contend for wild card spots. So I think the A's will get in. I don't know how much noise they'll make in the playoffs. Probably not much. They usually don't. But I do think they will make the playoffs. And these are good odds, too. If you're looking at, if you got a, a pretty strong conviction either way on this one, you can put that down and say, hey, you know what? Minus 125, yes. Plus 105 now. You don't have to lose a lot of juice if you're going to bet this uh, particular side or for the eggs, yes or no. So, yeah, I'll take the eggs minus 125 as well. Take a quick break here on State Lines. He's Kevin Berger. I'm Jason Gotch. We come back. Now, fun category for you. The Chicago Bears have their own betting odds out there for some fun exotic futures. We're going to talk about that. Maybe mix in a week one game or two. Uh, the odds are up, of course, for the week one games in the National Football League about a month and a half away for those. Can't believe time is flying here in 2021. Back with all that right after this. Former White Sox pitcher and announcer Ed Farmer was thrown the biggest curveball of his life when he was told the only thing that could save him was organ donation.
1: My brother Tom, he's the guy that gave me my life back because I was dying. Three more days, I was going to be gone. Ed lived nearly 30 years because of the kidney donation. His legacy will live on through the White Sox
0: and this life-saving program. Join the Illinois Secretary of State's Organ Tissue Donor Registry.
1: I always say heaven knows you can't take them with you.
0: Lines. I'm Jason Gachis, Kevin Berger. We give you the best gambling information out there and mix in the sports news too. We talked about baseball during our first segment. as The second half of the Major League Baseball season is getting underway. But training camps are about to open throughout the country. And the Chicago Bears, of course, now train at Alice Hall. No more bourbon A down there like they did for so many years. Training camp campus is up at Alice Hall this year. And in certain sessions, will be open to the public you want to check out the Chicago Bears as they work out and get ready for the 2021 campaign. It should be an interesting one. Coach Matt Nagy, GM Ryan Pace, are they on the hot seat or will they get a little bit of a reprieve with the big move in the draft just a couple of months ago? Ryan Pace and company trading up to get Ohio State star quarterback Justin Fields. Will he be on the field this year, pun intended, or will it be Andy Dalton, quarterback in the Bears through most of the games this year? We'll have to wait and see on that, but yeah, we got some fun proposition bets here for the Chicago Bears as we get into the 2021 campaign. And some of these are a little bit of long shot bets, but they're fun to talk about anyway. Because anyway. Bears, yeah, Bears fans can dream. Why not? We see, I always talk about this in the NFL. We see, and the Bears weren't the worst team last year. Obviously, they made the playoffs. But every single season, you look at one of those eight divisions, and there's some team that was either in last place or not good the previous year and they've evolved to become one of the best teams in the NFL. Now, if the Bears bumped up a little bit, it would be huge because they did make the playoffs last year, losing to New Orleans. However, I think it would surprise a lot of people if the Bears became a Super Bowl contender. And if some of these things hit, they probably will be a Super Bowl contender. So let's start it off with Alan Robinson, who is the Bears' best wide receiver, at least on the roster right now. Will he have six or more regular season receiving touchdowns? And David Montgomery have eight or more regular season rushing touchdowns. So six or more catches for TV's for Robinson, eight or more rushing touchdowns for Montgomery. Yes,
1: plus 250. What do you think there, Kevin? Um, Um, I would definitely say Allen Robinson is going to have more than six touchdowns because if he doesn't, then uh, that's a big-time problem. Um, The only thing that gives me pause, Jason, is, is Matt Nagy actually going to be willing to run the ball enough? To allow David Montgomery to have a chance to have eight or more regular season rushing touchdowns. That's the big question is is Matt Nagy going to get over himself long enough to actually let David Montgomery run the football. Um I will say I'm gonna go on the side and say yes, I will take those odds at plus two fifty. I mean, that's not too bad. You know, put uh yeah, put how much would that be then? Fifty bucks down to win if the odds are plus two fifty. I can't do math. <laughs> Sixty two fifty. <laughs> Yeah, why not? You know, plus 250, why not? Or plus, did you say 25 or 50, you're going to put 50 down. Yeah, 50. Oh, 51-25. Yeah. 25. Yeah, I'll take, yeah I'll, take, I'll take that. I'll take that out. I'll take those you know odds. What? I'm going to double you up there. I, actually think the, I think this one's a pretty
0: reachable goal here for the Bears. I mean, if they have a slightly above average season, it's again, a big thing here, though, is injuries. I, I think that's the one thing that could get you here, is if Robinson or Montgomery get hurt. Then you go ahead and you look at that and say how much will that hurt their chances, dear. However, again, one more game. It's a 17-game regular season. That's big when you look at some of these numbers. Bats. It's not the old 16-game season. A lot can happen in one additional game for everybody. So, yeah, I'll go 100 to win 250 on that one. Here's another one. This is a little longer shot. We gotta be able to put your math hat on here, everybody out there in the audience. Allen Robinson over 1,099 and a half regular season receiving yards. Darnell Mooney, over 705.5, regular season receiving yards. Cole Kmet, over 44.5, regular season receptions, plus 550. So Robinson, Mooney, and Kmet have to come up big here for the Bears if you're going to win this one. What do you think? Oh,
1: God. Um, You know what, Jason? I'm going to say No. I'm going to say no. I mean, I think that Darnell Mooney should be able to get over 705 and a half receiving yards. I think he can get that. I think Allen Robinson can, can pull off 1100 receiving yards as well, especially like you said, with the seven, with the, with the additional 17th game. Do I think Cole commit is able to get more than 45 catches? Absolutely. I do. Do I think that he's going to be on the field enough because last year, for whatever reason, the bears just, elected not to have him on the football field. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest concern, so I'm actually going to go ahead and say no, and it's not due to Cole Komet's lack of ability or lack of trying. It's the fact that I don't think the Bears are able to manage personnel well enough to allow him to be on the field long enough to have 45 or more catches this year.
0: Okay, Jeff. Cole Komet's gonna get there. This is a long shot, but I'm gonna do it for 50 bucks, have some fun. 50 plus uh, to win 275 back. I'll say that again, I don't have much confidence in him as a football coach, but I'll say somehow Cole Comet and the rest of the crew, Allen Robinson and Darnell Moody all go over those totals. And you catch Jeff Batten plus 550 on a hundred dollar bet, but I'm only gonna risk fifty to win two seventy-five. Bears to be the number one seed in the NFC, Kev. If you wanna bet this one, a hundred bucks will get you four thousand back. Plus four thousand. What do you think? Bears gonna be the top seed in the
1: NFC, yes or no? Oh god.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Uh that's gonna that's gonna be a big no for me, Jason. Um as much as I would love to win four thousand dollars if uh or you know, to get uh th- four thousand back if I put a hundred down. Uh, there's, there's no way that's going to happen. Um, aside from the fact that, uh, Aaron Rodgers, at least for now, is still in the NFC North. Um, you know, there is this guy called Tom Brady that is currently playing for Tampa Bay. So, uh, I will go ahead and I will say a big no from me that the Bears will be the NFC number one seed. <laughs>
0: I feel like your sentiments completely Kevin. No, I'm not going to risk even a dollar on that one if I could. The Bears are not going to be the number 1 seed in the NFC. This one's a lot tougher. Bears have a winning record. Plus 190, yes or no? Yes is plus 190. Ooh. Um,
1: I will say yes. Um, cuz and the reason why Jason is I'm looking I'm looking through their schedule now and I realize the Bears have a very 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 tough schedule this year. I mean, they have a really tough schedule um but i mean they do play the vikings twice which for whatever reason the bears always play the vikings very they always seem to do well against the vikings um i don't think they're going to have a problem with the giants i don't think they're going to have a problem with the cardinals nor the lions for that matter uh the steelers don't scare me like they used to um i think the bears can get a winning record again it's going to be a challenge like they are going to have to beat some good teams but i full i actually for ironically enough believe in this team enough to say that they are going to have a winning record and again jason the other thing we have to remember Aaron Rodgers still has not reported to green bay now i don't want to get everyone's hopes up like i know something but he's still not there so if he's not then the bears might actually have a chance so i will cautiously say yes to the plus 190
0: I am going to say the Bears do at least 9-8 in the 17-game season, plus 1-9. Y'all throw a no on that. 100 to win an additional 1-9. i like the Bears to have a winning record. Here is a little bit longer shot again, Cav. Bears to reach the NFC Championship game. Yes, it's plus 1,400. Can the Bears make the NFC Championship game? Or more importantly, will they if you're going to bet yes, plus 1,400? <sighs>
1: That That is is a those are decent odds. It's plus fourteen hundred. You know what, Jason? I will say, from a gambler's perspective, those odds are pretty good. Um, Realistically, I do not. uh, I don't see the Bears being able to make the NFC Championship. So I will. um, I will pass. I will say no. But those odds are pretty good, though. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, we've seen teams support.
0: I mean. I'm going to throw one out there. The 1991 Lions made the NFC Championship game, and they got absolutely destroyed by the Ben Washington Redskins who went on to win the Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, we've we've seen it before where teams that aren't that good make it to a championship game in retrospect, but I don't think the Bears are going to find their way there, so I'm not going to bet on that one either. Uh, Now, this one, this is a fun one, and I'm going to pull up the schedule right now because we're going to give the audience the exact schedule before they decide. If they want to bet on this one So the Bears to win Again regular season here The Bears to win their first five games Here are their first five games They host, or I'm sorry They're at the Rams, that's the Sunday nighter Mm -hmm. They host the Bengals Mm -hmm. They're at the Browns, they host the
1: Lions And they're at the Raiders Those are the first five games for the Bears The Bears to win their first five games Plus 3,300 What do you think? But, Jason, I normally don't do this, and I I might regret this. I will go ahead and I will say yes. And the reason being is because this Bears team as a whole has a lot to prove. The coaching staff has a lot to prove. The offense has a lot to prove. And even more importantly than that, Jason, this defense has a lot to prove. This year, they took a massive step back last year. Um, And the the person that I'm looking at specifically is Eddie Jackson. He was almost a non-factor for the Bears last year. I think this Bears defense is going to come out. They're going to come out angry. They're going to come out mean. They're going to come out pissed off. And most importantly, it's not like they haven't seen Matt Stafford before. So I think they're going to beat up on Matt Stafford out in L.A., I think that they are going to be able to take it to Joe Burrow and um company in Cincinnati. I actually I'm actually really looking forward to that game because I loved I loved me some Joe Burrow when he was at LSU and it was a shame that he had his injury last year because he was gonna have a really good season. Um I don't believe in the line in the Browns um enough I think last year they were very good but I don't believe in them this year at all because they're the Cleveland Browns that's what they do uh Detroit Lions are going to be an absolute non-factor I mean they have Jared Goff as their quarterback for God's sake um so that's not going to be a challenge and I think the Bears are going to be looking for some revenge after they got absolutely embarrassed two seasons ago in London by the Raiders so I will say that they will be able to win their first five games this year
0: all right, Kevin likes at the plus thirty three hundred. I'm going to throw twenty five down on this. Yes, the Bears win their first five games and try and get eight hundred twenty five dollars pure profit. That's what you would get if you bet twenty five to win an additional eight twenty five coming back. And in those games, like Kevin alluded to, they're they're all winnable. I mean, the Rams are the, is the toughest game there. You get the Bengals at home. The Browns were good last year. But are they going to be good again this year? off the wait see. The Lions and Raiders certainly beatable. Will this probably happen? No. But could it happen yeah For 25 bucks to win an additional 825, uh, why not? We've seen teams that we don't expect to start 5 and 0 do that. Especially, I think Andy Dalton's going to be the starter too for the Bears, and he has a lot more experience. Not nothing against Justin Fields; he's the long-term future of this team. I think you'll see him on the field at some point, uh, probably this year. But uh, you
1: know, that first game, it would be hard to start a rookie out there in LA, especially especially when Aaron Donald is going to be lining yeah, up across yeah. the line of scrimmage every play. Take a chance on
0: that one. The Two more here before we get out of here. Justin Fields, offensive rookie of the year, and Khalil Mack. And is the key. Khalil Mack, defensive player of the year. If that happens, Kevin, on a one hundred dollar bet, you would win fifteen thousand additional dollars. You want to take a chance on that one or is that too long shot for you? Oh, I mean, I would love to
1: just put hundred dollars down and get fifteen. I could could make a really serious dent in my uh, student loans if I had that much money. But um, realistically, Jason, I, I could definitely see Justin Fields win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Honestly, Jason, though, Khalil Mack would have to play absolutely out of his mind to win Defensive Player of the Year. Now, it's not like he's not he's not capable. He has, I believe, twice before been named Defensive Player of the Year. But as I said, the aforementioned Aaron Donald is a problem. Um, so I will go ahead and I will say no just because I don't think, unless Aaron Donald has some tragic injury that keeps him out for the majority of the football season, I don't see anybody else being able to win Defensive Player of the Year other than him.
0: Yeah, this one's too long of a shot for me. Here's, I'm not even risk 25 bucks on that. That's not, not going to happen, in my opinion. Here's the last one for you. This is going to be a plus 650 on the yes. Khalil Mack over nine and a half regular season sacks. Roquan Smith over nine and, the 95 and a half regular season solo tackles. Eddie Jackson over three and a half regular season interceptions. On all that, Kev, If it all happens, you get yeah, you bet 100, you win an additional 650. Final question for the Bears' exotic future bets. What do you think on that one?
1: I will say yes, Jason, optimistically, because if all these things happen, all three of these happen, then I think the Bears are going to be in good shape, at least on the defensive side of the football. They're going to be in great shape. Um, The other thing we do have to consider, and everyone – that's considering especially bets regarding the Bears defense. We have to remember, Jason, that they were missing one of the key players on their defense last year and nose tackle Eddie Goldman, who he is back this year. He's already he's been at the facility working out with the rest of his teammates. And my god, does he look great? So I think his presence in the middle is gonna take a lot of pressure off of Keen Hicks which if there's less pressure on Akeem Hicks in order to clog up holes, that means he's going to be able to be a better three technique. And a better three technique means guys aren't going to be able to just triple team Khalil Mack every play. And uh, we've seen what happens when you just try to block uh, him with a tackle and a running back. Uh, He tends to destroy things. So I will go ahead and I will say yes to that. Yes to Roquan getting over 95 and a half tackles. Because it's Roquan Smith, he flies around and hits people, it's what he does. And like I alluded to earlier, Jason, Eddie Jackson has to come into this season pissed off because he, he was just flat out terrible last year. So I think he's going to easily get over three and a half interceptions this year as well. So I will take the yes. All right, Kevin's on the yes. I'm actually going to take a pass on that one. I think all three to get a
0: little bit too much of a long shot for me. So I'm to pass on that final Bears proposition. bet. That do it for this episode of State Lines. He is Kevin Berger. My name is Jason Gott. Great to be with you as always. Hope you enjoyed the program, and we'll talk to you real soon, everybody.
1: This show is for entertainment
0: purposes only. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.